0: Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter, or email tiptoday at tipfm.com. Welcome back. Thomas uh, in Clown says, Fran, you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for your show, continuing with that rubbish of who should pay and who should not pay on a first date. Get over it, says Thomas. Now, Emma got on to Thomas and said, would you like to come on and talk to Fran about what rubbish this is? And he says, no, thanks. I'm heading into town. So there you go. Uh, Fran, I've learned that there was drag racing by a couple of cars on Silver Street in Nina a couple of nights ago. So any listeners out there with information about that who are hearing about uh, antisocial behaviour uh, around the county, in fact, various people on us. If you have stories, do share with us, won't you? 83 311 double three double one. Most interesting WhatsApp here. It says, uh, because I was talking to our vet, Mairead Leahy there, and I put it to her that there's this image in a lot of movies and TV series about dogs lying on their owner's grave and looking miserable and all of that. But th- this listener says, my dog knows where my father's grave is. And if we go for a walk, the, the dog will always pull me towards the grave. So don't underestimate any animal, says one of our listeners. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that absolutely amazing indeed? Uh, what's your experience of that? Uh, Prince Andrew and Fergie have the Queen's dogs and uh, then they have their own chefs to cook their food and they're well looked after. And uh, Fergie used to go for walks with the Queen and the dogs. They're cared for. I, thought, I thought Fergie was completely out of the fold there, so it just goes to show you. Anyway, let us move on and let us go to Rathaniska. Uh, for the final the final day of the ploughing championships. And I'm delighted to be joined by Pat O'Toole from the Irish Farmers Journal. Pat, good morning to you. Good morning, Fran. Well, it's rather miserable here in Tipperary, so I can't imagine. what What is it like uh, in Rathaniske this morning?
1: Uh, intermittently uh, damp and uh, intermittently uh, torrential rain. So it's a matter of ducking the showers. It's raining quite heavily at the moment, but there's a good turnout. Uh, spirits are up and people are ducking the showers and uh, the coffee docks are busy when it's raining. Everyone's in in the uh, hundreds of tents around the site uh, uh, taking shelter.
0: Record crowd yesterday, Pat. And uh, is there a a feeling of optimism there, do you think? Yes.
1: Uh, There was, especially Tuesday, Wednesday. It's hard not to be optimistic when the sun is shining. Farmers have had a reasonable year. The weather's been good. Uh, farming has been easy. There's been a bit of drought in my part of the country, I suppose, the south and east. It's been a superb year for crops and grass in the north and western half of the country, or north and western two-thirds of the country. Uh, but uh, prices have been good, even though costs are very high, prices have been good. And farmers are feeling uh, glad to be back out in the base. It's been three years since we've had the plowing championships. COVID kept, you know, uh, people apart. And I think that everyone's just glad to be out and about. It's been a really good vibe.
0: And it's good to know that. Now, the journal has commissioned independent research, Pat, among Irish farmers um, to find out some data. And this follows on from research you did just a few months ago.
1: Yeah, so um, we have a huge database, I suppose, uh, of uh, farmers. And uh, we've been dipping into that in conjunction with IFAC uh, to survey farmers on... Uh, how they feel about things. So it's different to an opinion poll, but it is within a large subset of Irish farmers. And this poll takes in almost 2,000 farmers. So I think it's pretty accurate. Mm. And the other thing is, if you take it as a barometer of the change in attitude from within that subset of farmers, I think that is very uh, indicative of the general mood. Uh, in the farming community,
0: and that is probably shown. If we can talk about some of the key findings of the, sure. that, that probably shows up in the approval rating for the agriculture minister because that that has improved somewhat, hasn't it?
1: It has about thirty percent approval. Uh, minister McConnelog had to make some very big calls to 2021. You had cap reform, you had the new nitrates, um, uh, the climate action plan, and the sectoral targets for agriculture and then the narrowing of the balance this year. So there's been an awful lot of uh, the machinery of how farming is managed by government and by Brussels uh, set in place for the next 10 years. And um, Charlie McConnell has had to navigate all that. So it's been a very challenging year. His uh, approval ratings sort were of quite low in June when we last pulled yes. uh, farmers, but, but they're up now. 30% of farmers approve of him. 31% are negative towards him, and then about 40% are indifferent either way. And that's an improvement of about 9% on his polling in uh, in June. So I think you'd have to be happy that he's going in the right direction, at least.
0: However, the farming organisations won't be too happy with some of your your findings. Just one in three happy with their performances, Pat.
1: Yeah, Actually, very similar levels of satisfaction and dissatisfaction with the farming organisations as with the Minister. Which is interesting. Um, uh, there's very close engagement between the farmer organisations and the Department of Agriculture. Now it's often quite negative, it's often, and, and well, not negative, but it's always often quite tense, and mm. they're on opposite sides. Mm. Um, I think it benefits the farming community that there is the constant uh, and regular engagement between both sides, and the, the you know the, the free exchange of of information and views. But perhaps as a result of that, the farm organisations are regarded as uh, too close to the department by, mm. by some farmers because there's this almost identical levels of satisfaction and dissatisfaction um, about 32% uh, say indifferent, 38% saying poor or very poor and uh, 30% identical to the minister um, saying that they're uh, good or very good so it's, uh, it yeah. is interesting. I think what farmers will be or what the farm organisation will be concerned about is the a huge proportion of farmers who are saying they're indifferent because uh, any politician would tell you he'd rather be getting given out on the doorsteps than have people just smiling and saying nothing and shaking hands and and, and closing the door because uh, if someone is is angry with you Mm -hmm. and and is given out to you, at least they're still engaging and at least they're still connected. Whereas when you Mm -hmm. get indifference, that's a really bad sign. It means they, they stop caring about you and they're probably not going to vote for you. So I think the farm organisations would be concerned that uh, a huge proportion of farmers who say they're indifferent.
0: When um, when the last lot of research came out in June, Sinn Féin would have been very, very happy with a, a steady gaining of support among the farming community. They might not be so happy this time around.
1: No, they've slipped. Um, and they, they've slipped to 13%. They're way behind their support mm. levels uh, across the general community. Was it 16 we
0: were at last time, Pat? That's correct, yeah. which
1: would have been about half of their, what they were polling nationally at the time. Yes. So now they've slipped to 13 out of 35 or 6, uh, as opposed to 16 out of 32. So that that's a negative journey that Sinn Féin are on. Perhaps an indication that farmers are, like you said earlier, they're in good form uh, these weeks, that things are going quite well, and government approval rating holding mm. steady. Uh, Finnagal are on 37%, identical uh, to the previous poll in June. Have halted a recent slide. Finnafall is steady at 23%. That means 60% of farmers are saying that they would support one of the two main government parties were there to be an election. 19% for independents. Also a consistent pattern of a large volume of farmers supporting independent candidates like Matty Mcgraw, like Fitzmaurice, Marion Harkin, uh, the Healy Rays. Michael Collins, Richard O'Donoghue. I mean, there's, there's a huge squad of independent CDs. Carol Nolan in, in the Shoffley. Mm. Um, and, and we have one uh, uh, in my own county as well. Uh, so Avon Murphy. So we, we've mm. got a huge um, range of independent candidates gaining support from farmers, which will concern the political party.
0: Yeah, a lot of those uh, candidates that you mentioned, though, of course, would be either farmers themselves or of a farming background, I suppose.
1: Uh, yes, and, and a lot of them are gene pool, either Fianna Fáil or Fianna, Fianna Gael as yes, well. Of course, yeah. uh, they would have come from the two main parties which traditionally have attracted a lot of support from farmers. So, you yeah. have all of that going on uh, politically. Uh, I, I wonder what would happen if we had an election uh, called mm. because um, uh, uh, farmers are quite canny and they're quite good to catch the mood and We'll be watching it closely if an election is called to see if there's a change in support levels for the various parties.
0: Be interesting, all right. I I was sort of surprised, but maybe you're not. One third of farmers cutting stock numbers right across the board.
1: Yeah, not surprised at all. Uh, This is to do with the cost of uh, inputs, especially feed, fertilizer, fuel, um, and farmers being prudent. So not cutting stock numbers by massive amounts, Mm. but just trimming Uh, The other thing is that there's exceptionally good prices for cull cows and cull yews this year, uh, which gave farmers an opportunity to maybe tidy up their their flocks and herds and uh, uh, um, go go with better genetics. And it's one of the asks of farming is that we improve the genetic base uh, that we're operating from and get higher performance from our animals because it's more efficient from uh, a usage of, Know, very expensive and very precious and very environmentally costly uh, uh, inputs such as fertiliser. So, so for that reason, uh, a whole number of things have coalesced to see where uh, especially sheep and, and dry stock farmers have cut livestock numbers. Dairy farmers less so. Uh,
0: interesting. Um, we're just about out of time. There's so much you could talk about there. Finally, could I just put it to you, 96% of farmers are really concerned over profitability indeed.
1: And this is all to do with input costs. Yeah. So if you take a tillage farmer, we haven't had prices fixed for this year's harvest, but they're going to be record prices. But if you were to buy fertilizer now and sell grain forward for next year, back to back, which is the prudent thing to do, buy your inputs as you're selling your, your output, um, you wouldn't you wouldn't have a margin. So there is concern. And I suppose those grain markets, um, they are directly linked to, uh, if global grain prices fall, uh, global dairy prices will follow because the cost of production globally uh, is reduced. We're unique in Ireland in having that close link with grass. Um, but fertilizer prices look likely to stay high in the medium term. Uh, and if input, if output prices fall, it's going to leave uh, farmers squeezed. So there is uh, a lot of concern there. And you can hear that being expressed to politicians. While everything, it's a bit like the weather Um You know, farmers always have to be prepared for the rainy day like we're having today, and the rainy day may be just around the corner economically.
0: All right, even though some of that rain, I guess, would be welcomed, would it not, around this time?
1: You need the odd shower,
0: Um, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) It's great to talk to you, as always, Pat, and enjoy the rest of your time there in Ratheniska. Thank you. I certainly will. Good morning to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Pat. That's Pat O'Toole, the great Pat O'Toole there of the Irish Farmers' Journal. And that data that we were referring to there, that research, that independent research, uh, all the detail of that available in the current edition of the Farmers' Journal, which is on your shelves right now. News and information is coming up. Tip today with Fran Curry
1: With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.